0: This episode is brought to you by Evolve Golf, makers of the number one performance golf tee. the getting better now podcast presented by the golf business network the show by golf professionals for golf professionals profiling experts from inside and outside the golf industry to help you advance your career make a lasting impact
1: and achieve your goals here's your host pga
0: professional from st david's golf club dean candle Welcome back to Part 2 of our conversation with Kerry Cosby, the Director of Golf at Southern Hills Country Club. If you missed Part 1, be sure to head back to Episode 16 and take a listen. We talked about his mindset when he heard his dream job was open and what steps he took during the interview process, and after landing the job, how he's managed to maintain his operation at the highest levels on a daily basis. In Part 2, we discuss... Among other things, including the Oklahoma Sooners prospects of a national championship in 2019, what he looks for when filling assistant professional positions on his team, and how he handles the eternal question of that elusive work-life balance. Find out Kerry's opinion on that topic and more. Here it is, part two of our conversation with Kerry Cosby. I hope you enjoy it. You talked a little bit about hiring great people, and I know there's a lot of assistants that listen to the podcast. So when you do have a position available, and I I can probably assume that uh, you get plenty of good people recommended to you, um, being yeah. in the, at yeah. a club like Southern Hills, but you still have to evaluate those assistants or potential assistants and there are things you're looking for. How does how do one of them stand out to you to where you can say, "All right, that's that's who I want."
1: Uh, a lot of things probably, um, uh, you know, mm-hmm. when they interview, uh, I'm looking at their nonverbal as much as I, what they're saying, maybe even more so because it's 90 plus percent of what we say is, is with nonverbal communication and body language. Of course, I'm going to look and see how are they, how are they dressed? Uh, I'm not going to be judgmental on the deal, but it, you know, it does take, um, it's not not the actual clothes, just the the attempt and and the the attention to detail the shoe shined or whatever the case may be right mm-hmm. uh, what's your personality like I mean do they smile and that you know are they gonna fit in are they they seem like somebody who's comfortable and then I'm gonna try to make them feel uncomfortable and and, okay. and uh, during the, during the interview process a little bit put them in a, a spot what's that, that feel like that, that cause cause well I, because you want to see how you don't get this very often during an interview process is what's going to make, how are they going to react when they're stressed and how are they going to react when I'm stressed? You know? So, uh, I'm going to try hard not to let them know that I'm stressed. Right. But, but, it, but obviously they, they, Hey, the crew I work with, we're, we're side by side. So my body language I'm sure speaks volumes and I get lots of funny stories and make fun of me and everything else. When, when, uh, when, things I forget about and I'm sure you've had this happen too with former assistants, but the, the, um, and so I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prod with my questions on what, what they don't like to do or what makes them uneasy, or you know, how well do they take criticism? Um, mm-hmm. you know, I've had, I've had assistants that you can say whatever you want and they're fine. And you say one thing and if it's just, you know, it could be, Hey, um, why didn't, why didn't we check this in the right way? Something simple. And they're like, they're red face and they're, they're defensive. And it's not like I'm mad at you. I'm not going to hit you. I'm not going to fire you. I'm just saying, Hey, here's why we need to do this better. And, and uh, it's no big deal. I'm going to forget about it and going down the road. It's again, it's making sure that we, we understand our expectations. So I, I think that um, uh, getting to know the person kind of from, from that level of what, and I don't, I wish I could give you some great examples of, of questions, but, um, That's you know, okay. my, 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 good friend Cameron Doan down at Preston Trail, who, uh, just won the national Straw Spa award. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he, he did because of what he's been doing when it comes to developing his staff, at, obviously that award, but he's taken it way deeper with, um, uh, with like personality testing and working with them and, and, and finding, you know, getting people to be self aware. I think self-awareness is a, is a huge deal. It, it isn't any business, Agreed. but it's a big one. It's a big one in our business. And and having self-awareness that and understanding uh every single thing is is I think is really important. I, we we call that here having a 360 degree viewpoint. Uh, you know, it's it I have i have told I have a 10-year-old son and we talk, you know, stuff like this all the time driving to school and but I think you always have an advantage if you can truly look at a situation or an issue or from everybody's perspective, not just your own. And if you understand Mm -hmm. the angles and you can understand, like we had a green committee meeting this morning, and nothing happened that would do this. But if I'm looking at all of the answers, and we've got, if we had an issue on the table, what are these? What's everybody's angle? Okay, and then it helps you decide. Because my 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 deal is not what's best for Carrie. My deal is what's best for this club and having mm-hmm. okay, my eyes on this target here and I'm going to let the white noise on the side, I've got a good filter. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm not going to listen to that, but if somebody says something that's important or I think that that is warrants further discussion, then, but I think you have to look at it. If you're just looking at your own shoes, it's a, or looking at things from your own viewpoint. It's, it, it's a mistake. And uh, you're not going to go very far in any business if you do that. But, but um, kind of what I am saying was, you know, cameras dealing with, he's trying to find out, you know, what makes, and it makes them more self-aware just by doing these testing, this testing that he's doing with it. So, yeah. uh, and I think that's, that's a, that's a big deal. So it's, it's, um, and I want them to spend some time. Uh, I'm interviewing uh, a young lady on Friday. And we, we're looking for an assistant we haven't really, we just posted it recently. So we're kind of doing some word of mouth and trying to find some people, but I want the each candidate to spend time with our staff. Right. I mean, it's important that they get it, you know, whether it's having lunch or drive around the golf course and look around or it's ask some questions or, or kind of interview them a little bit. And, uh, uh, because that chemistry between all of the, all of the assistants is, is important. And, uh, it's really what sets the atmosphere at your club. It's not, you know, you, uh, Cameron are actually talking about this the other day. It's, you know, annual meeting at your club. Somebody will get up there and say, Oh, you need to really support the club. Well, you know, I always laugh at the at the board telling the club the members they need to support their own club. We need to give them a reason to, to come out here. You know, mm-hmm. we're, the, we're the the culture starts with the staff because we're the ones here twenty four seven. You know, if a guy comes out here every Saturday or you know, lady comes out on Friday afternoon, that's her day to play golf. That and she's not here enough to, to influence that. She's here as a consumer, so we have to make sure that it's that the the culture and the feel and the atmosphere of the club is is important. That starts with people getting along, people respecting. Uh, the role of each of, the, of each team member, if you will, and uh, and that's you know that's what we're trying to find when we when we hire somebody.
0: Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this a lot this as I'm going into start of a new season as far as how important having a, a cohesive functional team is, and how how we can get distracted from that because we have all yeah. these we have these pressures coming in. We're getting hit from all these different directions you know, from, are from members. And we all are, whether it's me or the assistants or our merchandiser or our caddy master. And so we turn this focus to, to, to members and service. And that's how we're trained. But if we're not supporting the people we're working with, if I'm not supporting the people that are on, on our team, our product stinks. And then that whole, everything goes out the window, right? Right. So
1: yeah, no question.
0: It, it's yeah. it's easy to to lose sight of that in the heart of the season, but it's something that you know we're here. We're trying to recommit to this year, and and uh, not that things are completely dysfunctional, but it's it's really got to be yeah, a no. point of emphasis right. I think, for everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. And it's, and, it's, and it's it's the most uncomfortable part part of the job is giving critical feedback to people you know that you care a lot about and you know are working mm-hmm. their tail off. And you know it's July fifteenth, and they've just gone through the hundred-day war of uh, what our season looks like here, and they're tired, and they're <laughs> they're they're beat up, and everything else, and you and you know something happens, and you know you don't want to just kill them, and uh, and so yeah. it's 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 a tough it's a tough piece of it, but uh, again, you gotta that's how they're here, you know, to to advance their career, and uh, so you have to you have to provide that type of open them. Yeah.
0: I think you could say you're doing a, a disservice if you don't give yep. them that feedback, right? No question. But there no are there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. But it's also... Everybody's
1: a little different too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so being able different.
0: to read everybody, knowing how they're going to yeah. respond. I just heard a, a quote from uh, Pat uh, Lencioni, who wrote The Five Dysfunctions of a Team and some other uh-huh. books. He was talking about leadership and he said, if you... If you aspire or your goal is to get to a leadership position so that you could be more comfortable, you're going to fail. But if you right. understand that in a leadership position, the norm is going to be uncomfortable, then you're going to succeed. And yeah. that struck me as far as, you know, we aspire to these positions uh, in our career, wh- whatever that may be. And if you'd say, hey, once I get there, everything's going to be cool and I'm just going to coast. Yeah. Versus, hey, once I get there, this is where it all starts, yeah. and and I'm gonna you know accept that there are gonna be some uncomfortable times, and I would I would put giving feedback to to staff members, team members as in that uncomfortable um, you know category at least for me. So,
1: it's no, easy, no to, yeah. easy to you know there's there's, a, there's a, kind of along those lines. There's a fixed or a growth mindset, and mm. a, a, a good example. Is what you said there, you know, hey, things are going to be way more comfortable and easy when you become a head golf professional. And and uh, again, Cameron, and I were talking the other day. I'd heard a great uh, story on Coach Shashevsky, uh, Coach K at Duke. And, mm-hmm. you know, he coached under Bobby Knight. Right. So you got these two right. legends. One guy. Wouldn't change. One guy that did, did, wasn't able to adapt. One guy didn't, didn't think he needed to adapt. And all he's going to ever be remembered for is throwing chairs and being a complete jerk. Mm-hmm. the other guy adapted not just to how he plays but how he recruits and how he does everything else. And he's going to be up there with John Wooden and the, and and he learned from the guy who the, the opposite way. And, and I'm, you know, I was a fan of Indiana cause I like, I like, I think it's harder to to uh, stay at number one than, than to get to number one. So I always liked the, 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 you know, the dynasty type programs which they used to have. And, and, uh, you know, I like Duke and I like other, other things, but, uh, just for that matter, because they take everybody's best shot. But I think, you know, that fixed versus growth mindset is is important. And I better be a lot better at my job this time next year than I am right now. I mean, if Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, if I'm going to interview every day, I, I sure don't, it's not time to put my feet on the handlebars. That's, that's when I'm not working.
0: Is that something, do you find that to be challenging or are you constantly able to kind of catch yourself so that you don't fall into that?
1: Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't have an issue with that. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. uh, I don't step back and say, oh man, you know, pat myself on the back ever. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, you know, it's uh, hey, that was great. Let's uh, let's keep growing. So it's uh, you know, there's yeah. a game tomorrow, and and uh, so I, I'm just, i have never. It's not a hey. At the end of the day, too, I, I make it sound this didn't cure in cancer. Okay, sure. so it's, right. it's it's not it's not like uh, it's not like this is a life or death uh situation and so having hey i want i want us to be the best and i don't even like to say i but i'm just, i will in this case but i want our operation to strive to be known as the best and we offer excellence and deliver excellence on a, on a daily basis i mean our members are paying the same february 14th when it's you know cold outside and no golf course as they are june 14th when it's perfect and so mm-hmm. the the service should not be any different in my mind in january than it is in June, and it should be different at you know Friday at noon when it's when it's bust down here, or Saturday, Sunday night at you know sundown when you're tired from the week, and the, the person comes in the shop. It ought to be the same every single time because they pay their dues the same. The dues aren't prorated based on weather or the time of the day. So so it's I know it sounds kind of stupid to say, but it, it so so yes, I want all these things here to, to happen, and I push and I push and I push. But at the same time, hey, let's have perspective. This this is a fun business this is discretionary income that they're spending on it. This is a game. This is, and so that's the deal. How do you, how do you, how do you make on one side, make it look, Hey, we're trying to be the best. And then on the other side, say this is the most fun place to be in Tulsa. And, and so, uh, that's, that's, that's how I keep it in check. But, uh, again, we're not curing cancer. We're not saving lives, not splitting atoms. We're here to make sure people are having a great time. I hope that you're enjoying this conversation before we continue.
0: Let's pause for a brief word from our sponsor, Evolve Golf. Evolve Golf has been a proud supporter of the Golf Business Network for 10 years. Evolve has grown from a golf tee manufacturer to a maker of bespoke custom tee gifts. Spring has sprung, it's time to pre-book your bulk essentials. Evolve has all your golf tee needs covered, from Epoch tees that save money and eliminate tee litter, to their new Project Goodwoods tees featuring birch and bamboo tees that plant trees in partnership with the Arbor Day Foundation. Evolve Golf's pre-book program is easy and flexible. You can add to an order or cancel an order without penalty. You save money and receive that peace of mind. Be sure to ask about their new hand-forged EC2 foundry metal accessories and custom knitted motion wool socks. They're perfect for any member outing budget. Order your bulk tea items by April 30th to receive free shipping on all orders and free printing on P1RX single prong repair tools. GBN members also receive free full color ball markers with tea orders. Bundle tees, repair tools, and ball markers together, and you'll receive a free custom stamp for EC2 Foundry metal accessory purchases and an additional $200 value. Evolve Golf provides GBN members with the lowest wholesale rates and will price match any comparable product. If you're a GBN member, log into the website for more information about Evolve Golf, or if you're not, you can always head to EvolveGolf.com. Now back to this episode. How much of this was instilled growing up as the son of a PGA professional and a very successful <laughs> one at that?
1: Uh, you, you know, we—I I learned through osmosis. It wasn't, you know, I don't think my brothers and I yeah. had career paths to, to do it, but we were around success. Uh, Bartlesville is a very unique town. It's the, it was the home of Phillips Petroleum, so it was a very uh, professional, white, white-collar kind of affluent. Uh, city that we grew up and so the hillcrest was a very unique small you know small town club um perry maxwell perry, you know uh as i mentioned frank phillips decided the club the town needed a great country club and he went and hired the pro from the broadmoor so i mean think about that you know mm. and when that happened in the 20s but um yeah. but we were we were always around you know my dad's a very detailed person uh and so he you, you learned that. And then I was around his friends and I always admired the golf professionals who wore all the hats. Well, um, you know, the, 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 guys and gals that could play and teach, but also could run a great pro shop and, and, uh, great tournaments, but also made you feel welcomed. And, and you were the most important person that walked through the door. And, uh, when you, when you, um, when you do that, and and there's great examples all over the country of people that do that. I just happened to live with one. And so, Uh, Mm -hmm. he treated he treated everybody at the minimum good and he of course there were people that you get to know and everything else that were treated great but everybody who came through the door never a negative i never i never heard him say a negative thing about a member ever wow Um, ever and just and he i'm sure he did to my mom you know behind closed doors and (laughs) and the frustrations of that but to, to my brothers and i i never heard Anything that I, you know, that I can recall, he may say, Hey, oh yeah, I, I hated that guy, or whatever. <laughs> but, but if he, if he heard yeah. me say that, but, <laughs> but I just, I never got that impression and every, it didn't, you sure wouldn't know by how you treat everybody walk through the door. So I, I learned a lot there. Um, you know, I, I worked at Oak Tree Golf Club, which was a blast. It was, uh, loose. It was, uh, just, you know, not a lot of rounds. Guys had a lot of fun and a neat place. And then I came here and, and this working here really shaped. Um, kind of my goals, and, and, and you took all three of those in there of how, uh, I wanted to run our operation and, and, um, uh, you know, driving out of here for the last time to move to Wichita it was, you know, an emotional time. It's it like this, you know, because being here helped me, as did my dad. Uh, you know, I, I know he has an influence on that, but I, I sure don't want to be the guy that just rides his dad's coattails. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that's ever happened. So it's just, uh, uh, in Oklahoma, obviously, people know my in this part of the country, people know know him, but uh, I give a lot more credit to my mom than I do my dad anyway. So, <laughs> so, so
0: has growing up with, uh, you know, a father that's in the business working at a club, uh-huh. and obviously, you know, especially then, I'm I could only I'm going to guess that it was more of a, along the lines of a sun up to sundown type position back then. Yeah. Right, uh, right. We didn't have the yeah. without the opportunities to send emails from home or answer a cell phone call instead of sitting at your desk. Right. How have, I don't know if that experience has has helped or uh, shaped how you think about work-life balance. I'm always talking to guys about this and I'm sure, yeah. you know, same with you. And, and it's no secret and nothing new that that can be a challenge in our business. But, you know, right. you mentioned your son, so you have a family and you're at Southern Hills. So how, how is that that balance? And how have you tried to manage that over the years? Uh,
1: well, you know, no, that, that that term comes up all the time, right? To, to be candid, I don't really try. And, yeah. and so um, I'm all in with whatever I'm doing. And, and so uh, I don't, I don't rarely miss any kind of games of my son's he plays a lot of sports. Um, when we get off the phone here I'm gonna slip over to school and do dad's on duty I'm gonna throw the football to he and about nine of his buddies out on the playground for 25 minutes Nice. and I'm gonna slip back here and um, and so you know I, I I hear that all the time and and uh, I just I'm not I'm not sure that I, I think that you can do it all and, and I mm-hmm. maybe I'm just stupid and so I, I don't sit there and try to hey I really need to um have more balances because each side effect it, it, you, you can't you can't i'm not sure you can ever get it uh reconciled because if if uh things aren't good at home it's definitely going to affect something at work and vice versa you know if you have and it's and it's and so it's just again having some perspective that um i'm not curing cancer so i mean yeah let's say things are, are bad here and it's a long day and and the answer your original question I never knew my dad didn't miss any games. He, he didn't make it to all our golf tournaments, you know, that were gone around across the state or anything like that because there were three of us. But, um, but my mom did and she didn't care if I made two or 10 on a hole. And she just, you know, she just loved watching us play and, and gave us some great life lessons along the way and, and basically on how to treat every person incredible. That's, that's one of the things she taught us. And, and that's the way she is. But, um, so I, I don't get, I'm going to get hung up on it. I try to do my job the best I can I try to be the best husband or father or friend or brother, uh, or son, uh, that I, that I can be or peer that I can be. And then, um, but when I leave here, I ditch it. I go home and, mm-hmm. uh, do something. When I leave there, I come in here, I come in here to, to kill it here too. And do I need to do something? Yeah. I'm Almost. Like I said, I'm gonna slip out here and go do dads on duty at, at banks school. Um, and, uh, you know, last night I, yeah, you know, of course it's slow here, but even if it was, if even it was busy, I'll, I'll slip over on a, you know, September afternoon, and I'll catch the last thirty minutes of football practice. And I might come back out here and finish up the twilight that's going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I know, I know how to to touch. Like that's a great example. So you have a you have a an evening event over on our West Nine. Uh, I'll go get them started. Uh, make a quick loop around the golf course, which is never quick, as you know. You know, nine All holes, right. you got, but they see you you pop, you park your cart next to your car, you run over to football practice, you see your kiddo, uh, high five when practice is done. And then, um, go back and finish up the twilight in your, in your home. and everybody, everybody's happy, including me. And, and so, um, and, and that's, that's, um, that's, so I, I don't, I hear that a lot. Uh, I think it's something that, that, uh, you maybe dwell on too much. I think you've got to be, you, you've got to put a lot more in to both sides. And, uh, you know, I'm not, again, I don't know how you reconcile the whole thing, but, but uh, try to be good at all of it.
0: And, and I think that's the key. And it's not necessarily, yeah. we, we call it work-life balance, but it doesn't mean yeah. that you're spending eight hours of work, eight hours at home, eight yeah, hours. Right, sitting, right, you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's never going to be that. And frankly, we, we don't want that, but, but like you said, being all in in what you're doing. Yeah. I had a similar conversation on the podcast with Tony Pancake, who, sure, his you know faith is very important to him. He goes to work on Sunday. He gets guys off the first tee for a couple hours. He leaves. He takes his family to church. He comes back. Nobody knows the difference. He's right. you know you know taking care of what's important at home and at work, and that is balance in a nutshell. It seems like yeah.
1: You know what but. Tony probably does. I don't even have to ask him the question. Is is that he's he invests a lot of time up front with his staff mm-hmm. to where he's not worried that anything is gonna happen while he's not there. And right. if, if your if your membership thinks you should be there from the I mean, think about the hours that the golf operation is open. Obviously right. nobody can be there for the entire deal. And, mm-hmm. and 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 people have expectations for you to mean, um, you know, the soft issues. You know, it's, it's, uh, I know when I was talking to the, the, the committee here, they said, listen, we know you'll hand. we want to address the soft issues with you as well. If we don't have an event on Sunday, I don't, I don't necessarily come in. Um, mm-hmm. I spend that time, I spend that day with, with banks. We do something now. A lot of times he's, a, he's turned into some golf. We'll be out here, which I, I yeah. enjoy cause I get to, i get to watch him play some golf and hit some practice balls or whatever, but I can also, you know, keep an eye on everything too. So you know, they, they prefer me, they prefer it to be cold. I'm kidding on, uh, right. <laughs> on Sundays, but, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go to church Sunday morning, get them time for the shotgun on the days that, that we are hosting something. And, and, you know, if it's a Sunday night and we, we tend to have go, you know, go eat pizza or something Sunday night. And it's a couple's event going on there. I'm going to be there when they start. I'm going to go see them on the golf course and be there when they finish. And I'll say hi. And then I'm going to, you know, these guys got to get used to saying, you know, doing the awards. Right. And so it's. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you're not going to miss a member guest or a one-day member guest or something like that because the guest, the members want to show you off and do all those things, and you need to make sure it's right. But, but for nine-hole Twilight, do I really need to be here when they finish? Yeah, you know, there's you know, we don't do any prizes then. I've seen all the guys. I've talked to them all before they teed off. I've talked to them on the golf course. So the difference between me getting home at seven versus getting home at nine is a big deal to banks. Yeah, and so uh, I think that's just the Again, I, I, you know, I, I don't even have to talk to Tony. He he keeps all the balls in the air because he's invested the time and he set the expectations with his staff, and he loves his family, and he's going to do both.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm going to yeah, get so, it so, get you out here out of here on one last okay. question. You got it. So uh, I saw an article pop up yesterday. It was way mm-hmm. too early rankings for next year's college football season. Oklahoma. Well, Three, number three, yeah, okay. number three. Yeah. yeah, will Oklahoma win a win a game in the playoff in twenty nineteen?
1: <laughs> I think they'll win Can... two in the playoff. <laughs> I, I figured yeah. you might say that <laughs> in 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 that deal. So it's uh it's an interesting. I've, I, that's, I'm huge, as you know. I love I love my <laughs> Sooners, and so um, I'm hoping that uh, the quarterback transfer doesn't drive all the way across the country to hold a clipboard here too. So I hope he comes into play. Yeah. Uh, I'm not worried about the offense, but we've had, you know, the last five or six years, the, the defense has just not been what it, what it normally was. Cause you know, the, the history of OE football is predicated on defense. You know, of course, yeah. the, today's my today's mindset of people that, that think that the history is like last month, uh, <laughs> you know, and the talk talking heads on ESPN and the, you know, the idiots on the, Fine bomb network and those things. They you know that's that's all they think is about the last two years. But um I think we'll get it. I think uh, Riley's special guy. Uh yeah. Definitely, definitely and and uh, a really cool thing that, and they've already built a statue for him, but rarely do you see a coach like that's had the, the success that Coach Stoops had to sit there and be, hey, listen, I he he set our set our program. Where it didn't have a dip because you see every program take a dip, right? So sure. Alabama was, you know, terrible in the late nineties and early two thousands and mm-hmm. Florida State struggling right now. Nebraska is, I think, on the way back up and, and, uh, Oklahoma's had it and Texas has had it and, you know, uh, Texas didn't quite an elite program, but you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> you have the, to, say um, that. <laughs> right. Uh, Michigan or Ohio State or any Notre Dame and it's, and you always have a little downturn, but I, I think what he did, he saw a guy that could take the reins elevate it he had built all the facilities up through 18 years of winning lots of lots of championships and and lots of success on and off the field and stepped aside when he could have easily stayed for another five or six years and made him another 40 or 50 million uh and stepped aside to to do it because he saw right there that this guy could run another 18 years run and so i'm hopeful that that uh he sure seems like he's got it and i think he's he's talking about self-awareness i think he's he knows the friend, the fans uh, frustration of of not you know of losing the uh, the three times in the playoff that they've been there. It's an interesting sport when they in basketball they hang banners in the gym when you make it to the final four. You know you make know. it to the final four in football, and, and some idiot want to tell you you know to, hey you guys choke Oklahoma. It's like I'm not sure that that would be quite applicable since you know we win. <laughs> We've been uh, you know if you look at the history of college football there's there's us and a couple others. And that's about it. So I'll, I'll leave yeah, it at that. I'm, I'm confident we'll, we'll be just fine next year.
0: And I knew you would be, so I'd expect <laughs> nothing less. So. <laughs> right. So, uh, Well, Carrie, thanks a lot for all your time. This was some great info. I really enjoyed uh, getting a chance to chat on. with you. It was fun. So uh, I know everybody's going to appreciate it. So thanks again. We'll
1: talk again thanks soon. To... Yeah. Yeah. I hope Bye. so. Have a great day.
0: This was the Getting Better Now podcast presented by the Golf Business Network. Head over to iTunes to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to rate and review while you're there. For more information, go to golfbusinessnetwork.com.